0: everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 317. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, the fandom and everything else in between, the conventions and all that stuff, too. I am DJ Ron Mess.
2: I am Ari Rockefeller.
3: And I am mako
1: You would think that after about five-plus years of saying that, I would know that memorized, but I still don't.
0: Uh.
2: Have a little too much to drink today?
1: <laughs> Not me. I only had two shots of Fireball. My bad. Winamp
2: is obviously no, liked no, for the evening.
1: No, no, that was my fault. After the intro, I hit the stop button so it won't go through the entire playlist. I forgot to hit the stop button. Oops. So that was my bad. Oh, man. Whew. We are that. Like, sorry, we went through that part. So we are live tonight, week of. July 4th, 2017, here on the VOG Network. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, check out interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, ChatZilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vogue, VOG, V O G, or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash Vogue Network where there is some information on the Vogue Network and some of the podcasts, and an IRC link. If you click on it, your default IRC chat client will bring you directly into the chat room. And also, we have some more information. We are now on Discord. If you want to join us on Discord, head on over to vognetwork.com slash Discord, and there is a link. If you click on that, your default... Um, Discord client, the only Discord client that's available, will bring you into the ch- chat room and join up. If not, log in, join up, have a real good time. Um, Check ins are now live, so go ahead and earn your VOG points. If you're listening on the podcast feed, uh, there will be a passphrase somewhere in this episode. When you hear it, head on over to VOGnetwork.com and put it in, earn some VOG points. I think we got all of that, and, and what is going on in the chat room? The NES rendition of Top Gun. Well, I guess. And also, if you're hearing popping sounds in the background, right outside of the AJS Studios here in Brooklyn, the kids are outside playing and having a good time, and they're shooting off fireworks, so.
2: As long as they don't get their hands on the mortars, you'll be okay.
1: Well, if they end up blowing a limbo off that's not my problem.
2: Yeah, but they could very well just aim a glowing ball of uh, you know, multicolored explosives down your alley.
1: If I see that, first thing I'm doing is closing my door and my windows. So, I ain't even too worried about that. Uh, oh, man. All right, so we're gonna go kick things off. How was your week? How was your day, Ari?
2: Uh, well, let's see. I had overtime on Monday, so that was so that was good. No, not Monday, Sunday. Mhm. No, wait, 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 It was yesterday. I'm sorry. I'm I'm all out of whack today.
1: Well, it happens when you work overtime. It happens. You know, believe you me, I know.
2: <clears throat> there was a less traffic on the road today and mm. because of the holiday
1: and, and the, uh, and you it,
2: know, holiday pay for that.
1: And the fact that a certain fat fuck, um, kind of shut things down.
2: Thankfully, it only lasted for a day. But, you know, the damage was done.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Also, I'm not sure if I told him about this last week, but oh. What's up? I know what I talked about on my personal Facebook, but I, uh, some assholes had gotten them, they got into my checking account and put a th- and cash a three thousand dollar check, which I didn't even have one hundredth of that amount in my account.
1: Yeah, did you did they take care of that?
2: Yeah, the uh, they put in the stop order for it and the charge is long gone, but That's good. I still have I still have to go over to my bank and eventually, you know, get a new bank account with them, you know, new oh. routing numbers and oh, all new that debit stuff.
1: Card. Yeah. You know what? See, the down this. I'm guessing this either happened because it might have been a scammer on an ATM machine, or they just got it through a random number or something like that. So.
2: Yeah, but they said they actually got the routing numbers, not any mm-hmm. uh, ATM stuff, not the not my bank card. Mm-hmm. Also, I just replaced my bank card a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, so I get that. So you know.
2: And today earlier, I was at a barbecue with my friends, you know, coming almost right from work. I uh, bought a couple things from my from the, Omaha, the last Omaha Steaks uh, you know, package I bought their, their hamburgers, their hot dogs, which they got really good reviews because the hot dogs were like like almost like was like really like thick around like uh, pfft, I don't have anything on my desk to a, like stretch you like like, maybe like the uh, A-OK symbol, like, like, stretch out your, like, thumb and your index finger as much as you can. They were, like, that thick.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
2: And another buddy of mine made ribs. They were pretty good. They are just, you know, swimming and drinking and barbecuing. The rain came down the last couple minutes of us cooking, but...
1: When, today, or...? Yeah. Wow.
2: It didn't ruin any of the food or anything, but it just made cooking a little hectic.
1: Mm. Though
2: it was fun to see, like, okay, I got all the cooking done, now let's get everything inside. Like, I'm taking everything, I, like, turned off all the burners in the grill, like, opened the grill, up, and as the rain's coming out, it's just, like, it's hissing as it hits the, the metal parts, and just, like, steam is just blowing up everywhere. So that was pretty neat. And other than that, it's just been, you know, existing from one day to another.
1: I hear that. I think we're, we're all doing that, so.
2: So, yeah, that's how things have been going for me.
1: Mako Chan, how was your week? How was your day?
3: Um. Work. Uh. Work. <laughs>
0: Swing low, oh, sweet cheese.
3: Yeah, we looked out that um, the doctors that were working uh, Saturday, all of them decided that they wanted the entire weekend off, so I didn't have to work on Saturday. So Friday night, we went to go see um, Rocky Horror, which was interesting.
1: Did you tie a warp?
3: Yes. Of
2: course you did. Did you throw shit at the screen?
3: Of course. Of course you did. My issue was, you know... Maybe it's an age difference. Maybe it's because of the age gap. Whatever it is... um, A bunch of teenagers... You know... Applaud them for being there. All of that. I went when I was in school. Um, My issue is... They were... Horribly... Horribly um, smelling. Oh. Like, if you can picture, like, the worst video game con funk you can think of, Ew. that was these kids. And I was just so disappointed because, you know, the, this is, I don't know, I, I guess they should be... Uh, Caring more about it, I guess That's, uh, I guess, my opinion on it Is they should care more about Their uh, environment And who's going to be around it Uh, But that was the only negative Everything else was fine And it was very nice to have a two-day weekend and then I'm off today and tomorrow So I get another two days off this week Which is very exciting Yay Very much yay I've needed this You know, two days off in a row For quite a while Without having to rush to get up And go to a convention
1: And sleep in
3: Well that too So, yeah, I'm planning on doing nothing but cleaning the bathroom and reading manga all day tomorrow. And fully enjoying my two days off.
1: Gotcha. All right, so... I am changing my normal background track to something different because Rageinator mentioned it. So I guess I got to make this podcast as American as I can be. So. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty good, you know. Come on, it's pretty, it's it's Top Gun. Oh, uh, I'm, I
2: know it is, yeah. but.
1: So my weekend day has been me kind of cleaning up and organizing and after talking to some people, I am actually gonna get around to setting up my second bookcase probably tonight instead of taking it back to Ikea. I'm just gonna catty-corner it in the corner on the right-hand side. And I'm gonna see if I'm putting like a little stick-up light up there or something. It'll work. I would have liked to have put it both up against the wall, but behind where the existing bookcase is, there were pipes. I guess there were a faucet there, but it's still sticking out, so they never removed it, so instead of having like 11 inches of empty space back there, I have like 9, but I can still use behind there to store stuff. Hopefully, I still have enough space for my uh, DDR pad, but... I did cook out today, I cooked up some burgers, some hot dogs, sweet sausage, uh, some pork chops, and some London broil, which I think was the hit of the little mini get together. I just posted on my private Facebook, if anybody wanted to come through, come through. Just bring stuff, you know, you know, to enjoy. So DeSyle shows up, and he brings a bottle of orange fucking soda.
2: <laughs> okay, Kel.
1: Well, at least it wasn't grape soda. So we've all heard that story. So the rest of the rest, the left, the last of the leftovers are in the fridge. So I might make a plate later. So we'll see. Um, it's it's, interesting thing though, because kids are running around outside, and I happen to look outside and the kids are playing around by my grill, and I, told, and I was like, leave that alone. Thankfully, by that time, the grill was no longer hot, because if it was, and they had grabbed that handle and started playing near there, I probably would not hear the end of it, even though that's not my responsibility. You know? Mm-hmm. But other than that, that's been my weekend day. Um... I think I got some stuff to take to the post office tomorrow. I'll, I'll have to double check. So I guess I should let this finish out because there's only like less than 10 seconds left. So,
0: yeah.
1: So, anywho, on tonight's show, our, on our special 4th of July edition of Anime Jam Session, we're going to mix it up a little. If you listened to the pre-show, we had some American motivational music to kind of get the blood flowing for um you know for tonight's show and speaking of the pre-show hey mako did you notice who was performing uh the star spangled banner no my bad that was slash okay because i was like it's either slash or metallica i figured you know i'll throw mako a bone so you know yeah
3: well thank you i wasn't even paying attention to it
1: yeah welcome you're yeah, welcome.
3: You'll have to send it to me so I can actually listen to it.
1: I can do that.
3: Because, as I said, I wasn't paying any attention to it.
1: Are you too busy eating and drinking again?
3: Oh, I've been drinking all day.
1: Lord.
3: I have the last of my watermelon vodka. hmm And I've had two Mike's Hard Lemonades. I've got four more in the fridge if I feel like having more later. Yeah.
1: I think I have some leftover... I think this leftover um, fireball whiskey that Howard brought over, so I got some of that. Um, that
3: sounds delicious.
1: And if you're wondering, I did not go down to Coney Island for the hot dog eating competition. Yes, I know I live nearby, but there are some things you don't do. I ain't getting up at 6 a.m. just to watch... No. If I really want to watch you that badly, I'll flip over to ESPN and call it a day. But... Huh. Anywho, we're gonna go ahead and take our first break and when we get back, we have not just anime news, we have some convention news and regular cartoon news you might wanna peep into. So let me make the adjustment settings here, let's move this out the way, and um Yeah, we will be back. Cool, I like that.
3: I enjoy that. I know you do <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anywho well,
2: good stuff <laughs> well,
1: i i I'll say it. I think a lot of times the late eighties and the nineties has the better music and stuff, but you know it is what it is, you know, so don't want to start a fight here, you know, so yeah. And if we look into the chat room at uh Bob Coffee is recovering from AX. Yeah, I know some people did the three-day tour, the four-day tour, and the five-day tour. So, wow. And, and well, I'll get into that when we cover that. And um, Ray Janger says, Is it Jimi Hendrix known for a rendition of the anthem? I believe so. I think I came across it when I was looking for stuff for the pre-show. Yes. Thought so. All right, so... Now that we got that out of the way, Marco, John, why don't you tell us about Uncle Grandpa and make it nice and make it sweet because I do not like this guy.
3: I'm not a fan of... I'm not a fan of the uh, series myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, whatever. Uh, they are going to be using uh, an app that uses Cartoon Network shows and characters to teach the English language to users of different ages. And hmm. um, this is a Turner Asia Pacific partnering with Korean mobile pro- uh, product developer. The app will feature characters from Cartoon Network shows like Uncle Grandpa, We Bare Bears, The Powerpuff Girls, Adventure Time, The Amazing World of Gumball, and the regular show targeted for launch in october in south korea there are future plans to roll out the app in other asian markets including japan taiwan and southeast asia Um, so what it is is an english teaching app uh, that exploded in popularity this year and currently ranks as the number one educational app in south korea the Cartoon Network addition to the app will use a subscription model and targets both kids and adults who want to improve their fluency in both listening and speaking English. So it will, uh, they'll be able to watch Cartoon Network shows and improve their English at the same time. Uh, they are also looking to add in more characters, uh, for Disney and various other uh, American corporation brands. Unfortunately, there is a little bit of a controversy with the Disney English that's in China right now, um, but it doesn't really go into that. But it's probably because they didn't get full licensing mm-hmm. for various characters. Oops. But Yeah, but I mean, hey, it's, uh, you know, I I guess uh, it goes on for other things. You figure uh, various things in Japan are used as teaching aids for Japanese, uh, or should say English to Japanese. I know that there was, uh, when I was in school doing a Japanese culture class, They had quite a bit of uh, shin-chan Mm. for uh, lesson plans and things like that going from English to Japanese. So I figure, you know what, that's kind of cool.
1: That does sound cool. But anyhow, uh, let's see here. Ari, what do we have next about Ghibli?
2: Oh, Studio Ghibli Fest starts today throughout the United States. Uh, Presented in partnership between G-Kids and Fathom Events, one of Miyazaki's films will be screened in over 550 U.S. theaters on one Sunday and one Monday each month. All Sunday presentations will be dubbed and shown at 12.55 local time, while Monday showings will be subtitled and shown at 7 p.m. local time. So we got My Neighbor Totoro, June 25th and 26th, Kiki's Delivery Service, July 23rd and 24th. Castle in the Sky, August 27th and 28th. Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind for September 24th and 25th. Spirited Away on October 29th and 30th. And Howl's Moving Castle on November 26th and 27th. As part of each screen, G-Kids will also present G-Kids manifest a series of animated shorts from around the globe. <clears throat> I, I immediately thought this was interesting because the uh, Cinemark Theater near me
0: Mhm.
2: They 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 do a lot of Fathom event stuff, and last time I was at the movies, we actually saw a big trailer for uh, the Miyazaki stuff. So I don't know about this. Is you know for a while, I just haven't actually you know been able to get out and see anything yet.
1: Oh, okay. See the theater I started going to because I find it's a little. I don't know. I guess to me, it's faster going to that one. Doesn't do Fathom events, but if I take the subway over to the other theater, I think that one does.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, I might check it out. Depends on how things go. So, now, in regards to. Um, see, I think we've mentioned Disney briefly in our first article. So, we're going to bring it back to this. It seems that Disney and Pixar are accused of stealing Inside Out in a new, in a new lawsuit by Parenting Expert. Huh. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's, um... Sounds like yet another Kimba versus Simba thing, you know? Could be. Yeah. It seems that Denise Daniels, who is an experienced child development specialist, filed a lawsuit against the Walt Disney Company and Pixar Animation Studios, alleging that the Oscar-winning Inside Out film was based at least in part on her project, The Moodsters. Now, Daniels' project... Features five main characters that are anthropomorph- anthropomorphized versions of various emotions. Happy, anger, sadness, fear, and love. Which are yellow, red, blue, green, and pink, respectively.
2: A standard Super Sentai lineup. Yeah.
1: Inside Out has five anthropomorphized characters representing joy, sadness, anger, fear, and disgust. Yellow, blue, red, purple, and green, respectively. Daniels is not suing for the copyright infringement. She ale- alleges that there was a breach of an implied in-fact contract. Under California Civil Code, Section 1621, an implied contract is won over the existence and terms of which are manifested by conduct. Now, according to her lawsuit, she argues that it is the custom in the entertainment industry that creators provide ideas and materials to producers and studios in exchange for compensation and credit. If those ideas or materials are used, Daniel. If those ideas and materials are used, Daniels alleges that Inside Out used several ideas she developed in the Moodsters. Because of this, she argues Disney and Pixar had an implied, in fact, contract for which Disney and Pixar owe her compensation and credit. According to the lawsuit. The characters from the Moodsters live somewhere deep down inside every child. The suit further claims that in 2008, she got in touch with Disney's CFO, Thomas Skaggs, and discussed the Moodsters. Later that year, Skaggs told Daniels he would speak to Roy Disney about the Moodsters. Daniels also alleges that she spoke for an extended period of time with Pete Doctor about her characters and concept. The person... Pete Doctor would go on to direct the movie Inside Out. She also points out that no other Disney or Pixar animated features has ever used anthropomorphized emotions as characters highlighting in the concept's uniqueness. Arguing for breach of contract, Daniels avoids the more stringent requirements of a copyright claim, which excludes the protection of mere ideas. Instead, Daniels argues that they created a contract when it used her ideas and breached it when they failed to compensate and credit her. Creators are more and more frequently turning to breach of contract claims when a copyright claim may not be successful. Back in 2005, Hayden Christensen, who played Anakin Skywalker in the Star Wars prequels, and his brother Tove, through their production company Forest Park Pictures, pitched a show to the USA Network about a doctor that caters to the rich and famous in Malibu. After USA premiered its series Royal Pains, which was really good, by the way, the Christiansen brothers sued for implied, in fact, breach of implied, in fact, contract. Appeals court in a landmark 2012 ruling ruled in favor of the Christiansens, allowing the suit to go forward. The U.S.A. ended up settling with the settling with them. According to some analysts, the court ruling in the Forest Park Pictures have breathed new life into idea theft lawsuits. In 2010, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals allowed breach of implied, in fact, contract lawsuit to go forward while dismissing a copyright claim. A lawsuit filed by the screenwriters of Aaron and Matthew Benet against Warner Brothers alleging that the theft of their screenplay, The Last Samurai, which was the 2003 Tom Cruise movie of the same name. The challenge of this for Daniels is proving that Disney and Pixar used her ideas, and if so, should they have realized by doing so they were creating a contract with her? The lawsuit puts emphasis on Daniel's professional credentials, highlighting her work with survivors of Hurricane Katrina, the shooting at Columbine High School, and the terrorist attack in NYC on September 11th, and her appearances on The Today Show, The View, and Larry King Live. Daniel's recruited a team of professionals to help produce some moodsters, including co-executive producer Lisa Simon, a veteran producer and director of Sesame Street, who worked on Nick Jr. and Little Airplane Productions co-executive producer Luis Gikau, a writer of the PBS series Between the Lions, and the Playhouse Disney show Johnny and the Sprites, and creative director A.J. Dewey, an illustrator and designer whose work includes Dr. Seuss's My Many Colored Days and Animal Planet. Daniels has also recruited Mark Brackett, director of the Yale Center for Emotional Intelligence. Daniels has asked for a jury trial. Disney and Pixar have 21 days to respond to the lawsuit. The Walt Disney Company is also dealing with another lawsuit followed by Total Recall writer Gary Goldman who alleges the studio stole his concept for Zootopia. Now, this is interesting. You've got a law like this that's on the books, and because of how it is, people probably forgot that it existed, but it, to a certain extent, if you ask me. It's getting to where, you know, yeah, you have an idea for something, and somebody runs with it. If you didn't really write it down and plot it out, you'd... I guess you don't have a leg to stand on, but if you have this idea and you write it out, the characters, the location, and all of this stuff, and you present it to somebody, and then you do something similar, well, yeah, you definitely got something there, you know?
2: Still sounds like a whole lot of gray area to play with.
1: Yeah, a gray area that, um, that is out a legal binding contract. So... Well, let's see how it works. I mean because if it's actually the way it is, you know, then throw her some give her some type of financial compensation for it. It's only fair. So that we got that out the way. Um, now, I was going to bring this up earlier, but I decided to wait until our weekend, until our weekend day was over and we get into the news. Now, if you've been following this weekend, there's been some big conventions this weekend. And one of them, I ain't going to say it's the granddaddy of them all. Um, Before we continue, do y'all hear the fireworks in the background? Yep. Yeah, I hear them. All right, hold on for one second. I'm going to close my window. Hold on. There we go. Do you still hear them?
2: Yep. Kind of.
1: Oh, Mako, you're not helping me here. What? Well, they're either really
2: loud or they're really close.
1: Well, just because I hear
3: them doesn't mean you gotta stop.
1: No, but but I don't. Because of how loud they are, I just don't want it overpowering while we're talking. That's what it You're fine, but uh, I guess it's not gonna.
2: It's not gonna keep us quiet. (laughs) Oh, it's
1: not that you know. But because you know how loud it is, the microphone does pick it up. So as we're talking, I just don't want that getting overpowered. That's all. And I think it's dying down, so I'll give it about 15 minutes before I reopen my window My window and see. Because it ain't hot in here now. Hell, I haven't even put the air conditioner in yet, because it ha- I felt it hasn't been hot enough for me to do so. But, anywho, so here's the thing. As I was saying before, I was sidetracked. Um, one of the big conventions this weekend is AX, better known as Anime Expo. And there have been issues with AX. This issue... Is shared with other conventions. Long lines. Now, they tell you don't stand out in the long lines for whatever reason and so forth. But Saturday, it was really bad. It really was Line Con. Someone actually created a check in for Line Con for AX.
2: That bad, huh?
1: Yes. I think it was because of some of their changes and so forth. I will read off the public statement, but I'm not going to get into the whole interview that ANN did. So I'll kind of summarize that. Now, this was this public statement that was put out by the SPJA, which is the Society for the Promotion of Japanese Animation.
2: Didn't even know that was a thing.
1: Oh, yeah. Safety and security for anime expo attendees are SPJA's highest priority. SPJA deeply regrets attendees' frustration at the long waits to enter AX yesterday. SPJA immediately added many more bag check stations as line grooves. As of yesterday, 70,000 attendees checked in and went through bag check. Overnight, they re- we moved, the SPJA moved its shuttle bus drop off point. Today, those who already have their badges can enter along the south side of the West Hall rather in front, where people first pick up badges. This morning, lines were moving more quickly. Delays are not under half an hour. The world we live in has changed dramatically, balancing enhanced security with the treasure parts of the AX experience such as cosplay, move, prop, weapons check outside for the event. To accommodate the extra time bag check will require, SPJ opened registration on Thursday, a full day earlier than usual. The registration line moved quickly, but the separate bag check line slowed and then merged. Immediately... SPJA reorganized the lines and opened more bag check stations. For day two, many more bag check stations were added, fans were asked to bring fewer bags to the event, and the shuttle routes were changed. Given recent world events and for everyone's safety and security, there was no choice but to implement bag checks. SPJA is deeply sorry for doing so, made the first day experience so difficult for many. We deeply appreciate the patience everyone showed yesterday. Some one-day badge holders who were not able to enter the event until late in the day were given substitute one-day badges for another day at AX or were given refunds if they were not able to return the following day or another day. Today's entry in the event is moving smoothly. Please come to AX and enjoy the incredible talent and programming here for fans of anime and Japanese culture. Because of bag check and weapon check, long lines were long and DCC Denver Comic Con was suffering from the same issues. I have seen people post because of that they're not they're they're not going to go back next year. And to that I say your entitlement is showing. Nobody wants to wait on long lines. I get that. As part of the reason why when I book a hotel room for a convention, I get the closest r- hotel possible. So if I do have to wait on a line, it won't be that long. But they have to do bag checks, they got to check the weapons, so you got to be patient. And I understand there are some cosplayers who come to conventions, they have a huge bag because they may have their costume in there, they may be seeing it too far away, which I get, you know? There's, there is, like this is more of a black and white thing here, it's not a medium you can meet at. These bad checks have to be done and because of what's been going on lately. It's a given, and you just gotta learn and deal with that. But I it's think, not the end of the world. Yeah, but I think part of the issue is they didn't predict how long it was going to take. Cause I seen pictures from AX of long lines, and I'm just like, fuck that, I will never go. It's like if you see these long lines, jump on it right away and just start getting these get start setting up more stations, you know. And I understand it's not gonna be able to. Do right away, but if you're seeing it, it shouldn't take like an hour to round up more staffers and volunteers to set up extra tables and so forth. Don't sit there and be like, "Well, six hours later, maybe we should do that." You know. But on the plus uh-huh. side, they weren't they didn't even hit the the capacity for fire code. So, Marco, what is your what is your thoughts on that?
3: Um. Well, I think at least with uh, DCC. Their issue was, one, they did not have consistent bag check. Mm-hmm. Some people were able to get in with whatever the hell they wanted. Some yep. people, you know, were stopped at the door. Uh, their thing also is that unless you actually checked their Facebook or their web page or whatever, you would not have realized that after the fiasco of Friday, they completely changed their ruling mm-hmm. for Saturday. Yep and banned all guns
1: and not just uh, just prop pretty much props in general
3: well no so, from what i saw it was it was just any gun whether it was realistic looking or not okay. if the booths inside were still selling them um you could still purchase them inside uh but coming into it just to you know alleviate what was going on they just said no gun props whatsoever okay. As as for AX, um, I think AX has always been a clusterfuck on day one. Mm -hmm. I can remember constantly hearing issues about long lines and people getting stuck outside and things of that nature happening with AX because they always screw up day one. It's like they completely forget from the previous year what they had to do to fix everything and then go back to what it was because mm-hmm. oh you know this year will be better no no it's the same
1: yeah it's like oops our bad no just no and like i said i know there was a lot of people complaining about they couldn't bring their props in. If you are sitting there complaining that you couldn't bring in your props, and you still understood what was going on and the reason behind it, you're still bitching that it's not fair, please check your entitlement at the door and have some seats.
3: As for props, what I think conventions should do, um, not for general people. You know what? If you can't bring your prop in and you're just walking around anyway, nine times out of ten you're not wearing your prop properly anyway because they're a pain in the ass to carry around. Mm -hmm. When I go around as Steven Universe, you know, for the first five, ten minutes, I'm walking around with the shield, and then after that, I get so tired of holding the fucking thing, I put it away. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Whether it be in my car or in the hotel room, I get sick and tired of it. So, one, it helps with you know, those people that are just going to be holding this thing and playing with it because they're tired of carrying it. The other thing, though, is that at least for those that are in the masquerade or doing whole cosplay, I think that those people should have a way to bring their props. Whether it is having all of the props put into a special place once they get there, that is, you know, either security, office, or, you know, whatever. So that they can still use their prop for that.
2: So it'd be a prop check, kind of like a bag check, like dances and raves and stuff. Mm-hmm.
3: But only for those in the masquerade and doing Holocaust cosplay. That, seriously, is really the only time having your prop actually matters. Walking around the convention so people can get pictures of you doesn't matter. If your prop is part of your cosplay and you are being judged on it, totally different. And that is the only allowance that I think conventions should make. But at that point, the prop is going to be checked by the cosplay judges and security anyway. So once it's checked, once the pictures are taken, once, you know, all of that is done, that shit can go right back up to the room.
1: Mm -hmm. And in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Bob Coffey says that it was security that was doing um, the bag checks and the shuttles weren't changed until day two, which was Saturday, I believe sunday sunday okay see cause why did, why AX did the way the way exit the con it really threw me off okay so it was sunday yeah
3: <sighs> yeah because i think ax day zero was actually friday Mm-hmm. because they went on until today because of the holiday
1: yeah so yeah so sunday month saturday sunday monday tuesday yeah
2: Wait, it went to Tuesday?
1: Yeah, four days. I think recently AX started going four days because it falls on 4th of July, I, th- I think.
2: Kind of, well, odd, it, kind of an odd schedule for a convention.
3: Well, not really. I uh, mean, uh, it's either if it doesn't fall on the holiday itself, it goes Friday to Monday. If it falls on the holiday and the holiday happens to be, you know, on a Tuesday, they're going to do Saturday to Monday. It's mainly because the holiday was Tuesday, Mm -hmm. but AX is generally, you know, now a four-day convention.
1: (sighs) That's all I got to say is. So, anywho, uh, let's see what we got next. Um, Ari, tell us what's going on with Toonami.
2: Sure thing. Let me just bring it up. All right. Tsunami debuts JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stardust Crusaders.
1: Ooh, I cannot wait for that.
2: They announced. Uh, Adult Swim, Tsunami block announced on its Facebook page on Saturday that will premiere the Dragon Ball Z Kai Buu Saga next Saturday, and Stardust Crusaders on July twenty ninth, as well as the second season of Mobile Suit Gundam Iron Blood Orphans in October.
1: Our Iron Blood Orphans is just, just dark and dank as fuck, you know.
2: Even for a uh, Gundam series?
1: Yes, From even for a Gundam series, yeah. It's... <laughs> yeah.
2: They also began... Uh, Tanami also began streaming an English dub video for Dragon Ball Z Kai Buu Saga and Stardust Crusaders on Saturday. Uh, boost the DBZ Kai will air at 12 a.m. Funimation announced on Saturday at Anime Expo that it has licensed both seasons of M- Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans and it will release each season in two sets, starting later this year. The 25-episode first season premiered in January in Japan in October 2015, followed by a second season last October. Dicey, Gundam.info, and Hulu streamed the first season as it aired, and Crunchyroll was streaming both seasons and began streaming the anime with the English dub in February. Dunami mm-hmm. began airing the first season with an English dub last June. The 24-season, the 24-episode JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stardust Crusaders animated series premiered in April 2004. The uh, Egypt arc of the that series premiered in January 2015, and Crunchyroll streamed both as they aired. Tonight began airing the first of uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure anime series last October, and Viz rele- plans to release the anime on Blu-ray disc. I'm mm-hmm. guessing it's going to meet. They're going to mean all the uh, JoJo stuff on Blu-ray?
1: Yeah, eventually. It seems that way.
2: Sounds like it'll be a lot of fun. Also sounds like a lot of shit I need to catch up on and watch.
1: Especially JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Mm -hmm. Mhm. Alright, uh, let's see what else do we have here... Ah! I think this is uh, Marco's cup of tea coming up.
3: Yes, the next two.
1: Mm-hmm. It's all yours.
3: So, uh, it was announced on Friday that the first episode of the third season of Voltron that is on Netflix will be premiering at Comic-Con International on July 20th. And for those that don't know what Comic-Con International is, that's San Diego um they are also going to be having a panel at the convention with some of the voice actors and the uh co-executive producer uh they will be doing a voltron cosplay and fan meetup and an autograph signing on the 21st the autographs will be a ticketed event so, yeah, um, we had our last season, uh, the second season, premiered on January 20th. So we have uh, just a little bit longer until the next season comes out. And I'm excited because they're doing a really good job with the series.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm kind of hyped. I'm, I can't wait for, for the third season
3: yeah, when I first started watching it, I, I I couldn't stop. I watched through the first season, and then as soon as the second season dropped, I just I stopped everything and watched through the second season. But I'm also a huge fan of the original, so I might be a little biased.
1: Uh, it is what it is.
3: Yeah. All right, so for the second thing, which we I, I think most of us have a little bit of an issue with. Uh, the official website for Sailor Moon franchise revealed on Friday that the fourth season of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon Crystal will not actually be a televised series. Um It's going to be uh, a two-part theatrical anime project. The film will cover the Dead Moon arc. Um, also known as the Dream arc. Um, yeah. So, uh, the they revealed in January that, obviously... The new series would be coming out. They never actually mentioned what it would be. Um, but yeah. So we're looking at. I, and I mean. Um, a friend of ours did. You know time out everything. Because this is the shortest arc. In the manga. Mm-hmm. That two films. At a theatrical timing. Timing. ...would cover the timing of what 12 episodes would be. When you take out the intros, the outros, and all of that. The issue that I have... ...is that with the television series... ...we had simulcast. Yeah. So, when it was dropped in Japan... ...it was dropped in various countries all around the world theatrical things like this are a little bit more difficult um they are able to do it usually with a week or two leeway but it's not usually in theaters where everybody is able to get to So, unless they will be streaming the movies online as well, we're looking at issues with, you know, one, um, a lot of people trying to get into these theaters, and two, just not enough theaters in general if they do a simulcast
1: that way. I'm not happy.
2: See, a lot of people are not happy. Yeah.
1: Now, here's the thing about the theater thing. A lot of theaters could do it, but it's the contract and licensing if that theater is part of that group that can do it, which is which is the way it is, which is why, you know, I'm able to just hop a train and do this. Some people are able to just walk up here and rock, you know, the fact that yeah, you, you don't have, have yeah, issues,
3: you, one, because yeah. you are in a major, you know, big city I, I, I hub. I
1: guess that too, but I'm just saying in general, you know. The fact that you have to travel so far, it isn't right. You know, there are major cities, major spots in Jersey, too. But only because when I went to see uh, Sailor Moon R, this was brought up. And they said that if more people come to these events, they are able to leverage more theaters to do this, you know? It's well that's all taking, well
3: and good just But taking, if, well, what they if
1: they nobody don't give, shows up? It's just Well it's two not even more.
3: that If they don't give the option for You know a wider range of people To see the movie Then it's not gonna grow At least With Jersey the last couple of um, Funimation Things um, I've traveled For a couple of them within The 40 to 45 minute range mm-hmm. Um But the last two that I really, really, really wanted to say were over an hour and a half away. And being that, you know, the movies don't start until 7 o'clock, and they run a couple of hours, and then I've got to drive all of that back, I've got work in the morning.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately, that trumps going to the movies, Whereas, you know, a couple of these films that have come out, um, at least by Funimation, like the Dragon Ball Z movies, they're playing everywhere. I could have gone to three different theaters within 25 to 30 minutes of me and seen the Dragon Ball Z movies. Mm -hmm. I still went 45 minutes away because I was going with friends.
0: Right.
3: But, you know, if they do it... That way, that's great I would be able to go and see it Even if they just did it Like one in North Jersey One in Central Jersey And one in South Jersey It's a little bit easier than just having One central location in the entire state Mm -hmm. So I mean Depending on how they do this They might not even bring it to Theaters in other countries For a couple of months Which is going to suck Because then the only legit, you know, you have to wait those couple of months for a legit way to see it. Meaning that all of the, you know, crack streamers out there that are going to be doing, you know, shitty jobs at dubbing it or subbing it or whatever. They're going to come out first and people are going to go for that. And then they're not going to feel like driving an hour and a half to see the movie.
1: I look at it this way i understand where you're coming from Marco. i truly do but it's like this if you're not going to make the drive somebody else will that's what it boils down to butts in seats if you're not going to do it somebody else will and i know that's a real fucked up way of looking at it but when, when it comes— oh to, it
3: definitely is like, i mean comes, if that's I'm, the I'm, case like, and say you know i do have an hour and a half drive and I've got to take off work. That's you know, even if I go in late, that's a lot of money I'm wasting.
1: I know that's a lot of dedication. For I know. Just one but movie. the thing is, you got there will be somebody that's going to do that. It, Dollars to donuts, that's what's going to happen. And that they can get, like, if they can, if, if one theater sells out, and they, and this happens on a regular they'll have to see about negotiating to add more. And I think that's what's going to come down to. It. I think when when these two theatrical films hit theaters. I think there's going to be more than just two in Jersey. Because I do know that Funimation has a different chain of theaters. I think they work with Universal. So it kind of helps them, I think. As for well, this, the last
3: Funimation movie that dropped was in one theater in Jersey. In the entire state.
0: Mm.
3: Mm. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Really? You know, if, if if Viz is able to get it in a couple of different theaters, my butt will be there. I, I just... But if mm-hmm. if, like the last Funimation film, that it's in one theater in the entire state, one, it's not going to be able to accommodate all the butts in the seats. And two, it's going to push a lot of people away that would actually go to see it because it's, you know... You know, if you're coming from North Jersey and you've got to drive two hours to get to a movie theater, not everybody has that availability.
1: And it's just going to boil down to, I'll just wait till it comes out on DVD, Blu-ray, you know.
3: Which is going to do nothing but show, you know, the creators and everything, oh, they don't care about it.
1: I don't, they must I not don't, care about it. I don't think so, no. You've got to understand, when it comes to anime and theaters... It's a niche thing. These theaters feel they're not going to make their return on their investment. That's what they're worried about. That's why, you know, when they started this, there are these small theaters that will do it. I think there is leverage for it, but there are still some theaters that would be like, no, we're not going to carry it. It's on them. If they feel they're not going to make the money carrying it, then they won't. I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to see what yeah.
3: actually happens.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it's going to, uh, I think that's what it's going to come down to.
3: I mean, right now we can, you know, speculate until we're blue in the face, but until actually more information comes out, we won't know at all. just
2: up people's asses. Mm-hmm.
3: Me, I really hope that, you know, a week in theaters in Japan and then they're putting it on Hulu. I'll be happy with that.
1: Fair enough. Let's see. Um. Huh. Ari, right, tell us about Gundam.
2: Um, back to the Gundam well, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> a new technology, first u- utilized by Mobile Suits and Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam, could be the answer for safer travels for satellites re entering the Earth. <clears throat> Researchers tested out a relay version of the, C- the series' Balut device on a microsatellite named Egg sent from the International Space Station. A hemispherical aeroshell device works like a heat-shielding parachute to ease egg into the atmosphere. Researchers announced that the experiment was a success on June 23rd and are looking forward to recreating a version that is compatible with manned spacecraft, like Russia's Soyuz. This could lead to a lower risk of astronauts and spacecraft burning up from aerodynamic heat upon re-entry into the atmosphere. The device used on egg is made from the same material as fireproof clothing, once deployed, Egg slowed down and landed on Earth approximately three months after starting its initial descent. The aeroshell burned up as exe- as expected about sixty miles above the Pacific Ocean. Gundam has expired. Real life si- real scientists take a look at its technologies for possible real world applications, such as Gundam the Origin Technology Lab. Mhm. Well, this stuff is all well and good, but the physics of actually building and and uh, piloting a Gundam are are, for lack of a better term, completely impossible. Like, you know, where... Like, how would you be able to get a... What's the uh, what's the mean height of a Gundam robot? Like, 80 feet? Probably. Yeah, how are you going to get an 80-feet you know, robot to stand up that tall and not just... Stand up straight and not, you know, sink into the ground? Needless to say, its feet are going to have to be ginormous, and... <clears throat> you know, even with all you know, the jets on its back it's still going to be very slow and lumbering you know things that big are not supposed to be that quickly that's called the square cube law you know abnormally large people live for like really short lives you know because their bodies end up violating that and and nature just you know can't take it anymore that's why Andre the Giant died at 47
0: huh.
2: and there's a guy who was like i think the world record is like Eight feet eleven inches tall he wore like a size twenty three shoe I think wow, he only lived to be like twenty two twenty three because his heart just couldn't take pumping that much blood through his system again uh, like again like other things can be used in different you know sec like sections like like what they were talking about with uh, the with, with this reentry article but mm-hmm. I sincerely doubt we're going to see an actual giant robot, in any popular culture terms, you know, any time in our lifetimes. Fair enough. As much as we think, you know, like Wing Zero and and Big and megas are fucking awesome, they're not going to happen. Help! The Big O might be the closest, like the closest depiction of an actual of how a giant robot would work in real life. You know, slow, lumbering, like, only, like, one step at a time. Like,
1: you know what I mean? Ah, uh, science. One anime at a time. That's the best way I can look at it. Okay. Um,
2: physics ruins rune- physics things for everyone.
1: Uh, yeah, sometimes. But for a second, I thought I broke it. Okay, I didn't. All right. All right, so now that we got the, the news out of the way... We are going to go ahead and open the, the Skype line. Let me get one second here. And yes, we are on Discord. Um, I don't think we're doing anything with that just yet. We're just getting people to participate and join and chat with us. And we'll see how it goes from there. Um, that's that. Um. Hmm. That's fine. All right. Let me go ahead and set this up. There we go. Huh. There we go. We are now live on Skype. Uh, we're taking phone calls now. So if you have any questions about tonight's program, um, if you went to AX, DCC, or any other convention, you want to give us a brief rundown, by all means, tell us. All calls are cut to two minutes due to time, and until then, until we get calls, we're going to start taking a strange news from Japan. I think I'll take the first one. Okay. Ah, ha, 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 ha. And I can kind of attest to this. It's it's Ichiran's uh, ramen restaurant. Their new branch has had continuous line of waiting customers for 250 hours. Fukuoka chain Ichiran expanded to a new country and really wins over the locals. It's a it's a popular Japanese restaurant chain where you can ha, where it has a unique seating system where customers can sit in individual booths with tall side walls and are served through the food through a reed blind. So. I think that's pretty cool. You have your privacy and you can eat and go about your day. The philosophy is that removing the distractions of interpersonal interactions and glances allows you to better focus on the flavor of the food, but a side effect is that each and each can feel a little lonely. The irony is that since the chain is so popular, before you can get into a location, you're probably going to have to wait in a long line with many fans, which brings us to their newest branch in Taipei. Ooh, Taipei, Taiwan. Located in the Xinyi neighborhood, the Taipei branch is Ichiran's first Taiwan location, and follows previous overseas expansions into Hong Kong and the U.S. Seats filled up as soon as the Taipei restaurant opened its doors for the first time on June 15th, with many as 200 people standing in the queue. With such a long line, ordinarily you'd have to worry about whether you get, whether or not you'd be able to get in before closing time, but the Taipei location is open 24-7. The combination of seemingly limitless demand and no time-based cutoff supply has meant that while the line became longer or shorter depending on the exact time, it never completely disappeared. On the night of June 25th, 10 days and 250 hours after the grand opening, there were still some 70 people waiting for a seat. Wow. Making it even more shocking that Taipei has a, has daytime high temperatures around 34 degrees Celsius, which translates to 93.2 degrees Fahrenheit for that entire week. Which comes as some of the highest humidity of the year. It still hasn't dissuaded crowds from coming into the stand in the heat for their chances of some piping hot ramen. Now that's dedication.
2: How many... Fl- how many countless hours have people stood out in, out in lines for uh, convention badges?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, still. but
3: this this takes convention badges to a whole new level. You're talking ten days straight of a long line.
1: <sighs> Convention's like, look at these lines. Ichiran, hold my sake. Mm-hmm.
2: This better be the best goddamn ramen in the world to justify all these lines.
1: I'm saying from the various places I've eaten, it's really good. I Isn't there the, one in New York? Yep, that's what I'm talking about. We gotta hit that up sometime. Yes. And there's a place in um, Union Square, to me, is there a number two to this place? So. Anywho, who wants to go next?
2: I'll take the next one.
1: Alright.
2: <clears throat> you can't always solve, solve a money problem by throwing money at it. In fact, it might just cause one instead. Air travel can be scary and so uneasy. Travelers often take solace in some sort of pre flight ritual, like a stiff drink or listening to some music. And then there's an 80 year old Chinese woman with the family name Q. On July 27, she was at Shanghai's Pudong International Airport where she was scheduled to hop on a flight for Guangzhou with her husband, daughter, and son-in-law. Rather than entering the aircraft through a jet bridge that connects the gate and the aircraft, the passengers for the 12.40pm China Southern Airlines flight boarded from the tarmac. Before getting aboard, she set, Q said a light prayer for a safe flight. Lots of travelers now do something similar, but she decided to punctuate her divine request by throwing a handful of coins towards the plane's exposed engine intakes. Obstensibly under the not incorrect logic that the properly working engines are an essential part of air traffic safety. Yeah. When 8 of the 9 coins queued toss of it falling back on a tarmac, a single disc in which you could art a single one in which you could arguably call it either a lucky or unlucky toss, found its way into the en- into engine's internal mechanisms. Thankfully, the problem was noticed before takeoff, and roughly 150 passengers were removed from the plane while safety inspection took place, which took over 5 hours. The plane finally taking off at 6:16 p.m. Q has no previous criminal record, and the motivation appears to have been nothing more than a misguided attempt to ensure a safe trip for herself and her fellow passengers. Nevertheless, the incident serves as an important reminder that while there are a number of surcharges and fees involved in air travel, there's no need to tip the flight crew or the flying machine itself. Imagine if they hadn't caught that and something happened during mid-flight and you just hear the clung, clung, clung. <sighs> like, the engine could have fucking burst into flames or some shit. And imagine if it's going over the ocean or, or something when that happened. Yeah. I also thought you would save this song for a, be a break.
1: No, I got something else for that. Trust me, I got something that's just as cool. So, and if we go into the chat room here at um Bob Coffee has some info for us. He's letting us know that both Anime World three concerts were amazing, and both times would be closer to real-life robots. Those things have treads. Fair enough. I like that.
2: Okay, I'll, I'll give you that one, I guess. Mhm. Okay, I had the Google them now. I see what you mean.
1: Yep.
2: Alright, so what's next?
1: Uh, Mako, I guess. mako
3: Sure. And then you can have the last one and follow up with your ramen. Sure. So, yeah. Um, as promised on July 2nd, the organizers of a publicity event for new anime Love and Lies showed up in Tokyo's Akihabara district, the center of utaku culture, to hand out free condoms. They were promoting the TV series, which uh, has a broadcast premiere of July 3rd. But while sex and romance are two major themes of the show, this was an unusual promotion even by niche baseline of anime marketing especially for a yet-to-air show um it is being adapted from a manga so there is a pre-existing fan base but they did not realize just how many of those fans would line up to get a free themed condom wow uh, so it seems that there were three different uh, venues. Uh, a specialty shop in Toronoana. Uh, the condoms, decorated with character artwork and the series logo, were being distrib- uh, distributed there. And a passerby snapped a photo of a massive six person wide line for the freebies. Uh, there was also a huge hoard at Gamers, another distribution point, wow. which uh, the passerby said consisted of some 300 otaku. The fact that condoms were, given, were being given out by attractive young women in snappy attire probably didn't hurt demand, <laughs> but with Supply Limited... Uh, the passerby overheard the staff calling out to request to the ever-lengthening queue, please only line up if you intend to actually use the condom.
0: Ugh.
3: Um, yeah. So, the next time the passerby heard the request... It was please only line up if you intend to actually use the condom, even if you're going to use it all by yourself. Oh fuck's sake. Yeah. Um gross. But kind of understandable, a lot of this stuff is very collectible to certain people. Um I know that there's a whole thing like with people going to these events and getting as much as they can to resell to people in either other countries or those that are too far away to go to the events for a, you know, some sort of thing.
2: Because just when you thought people were bad, they show you that they can get worse.
3: Well, no, I mean, there are legit people out there that do this for, you know, fans in other countries and things like that. Um... But something like this, where it's just condoms, that's where it gets a little crazy.
2: Now, are they, you know, actual, like, name brand condoms, or. Don't know. Just.
3: Don't know. It didn't say. It's just that they're packaged in um, little envelopes that have the characters' pictures drawn on them.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, I'm predicting that the quality of them would be circumspect at best.
3: Not necessarily.
2: I mean for someone like Trojan's album sponsors it their uh their signage will be plastered all over the place.
3: Yeah, but not for nothing. A condom is a condom. Mm. There really is no difference unless you're going for ribbed or whatever between Trojan or whatever the hell else happens to be out there. They're all manufactured the exact same way. Uh. This just happens to be freebies, one, and two, anime shit.
1: Poor choice of words regarding in regards to the next article.
3: Speaking of shit.
1: Yeah.
2: Who's taking it? Me. So you're taking the shit tonight, huh?
1: Yeah, because it's good shit. Now we're going to talk about issues with a with Ichiran. It seems that as we talked to earlier, they had a line for 250 consecutive hours after opening because their restaurant at restaurant in Taipei was 24 seven. But because its ramen is so good, customers would probably cut them some slack if the chain service was less than stellar, but such is Ichiran's commitment to comprehensive customer satisfaction, it even designs its bathrooms with post-Ramen pooping in mind. Ichiran doesn't want customers to get stuck without toilet paper, so instead of standing an extra roll on the back of the toilet, it mounts multiple holders on the wall, each with its own cylinder of paper. Some branches have like a bit of a gothic look to them so they use a different style. And I'm looking at one picture here where it's 12 rolls of toilet paper. Some will have like a nice contemporary aesthetic style. That's nice. The customers are free to grab sheets from whichever roll speaks to their sensibilities. Although some branches have notices asking back users to stick to one roll per visit instead of mixing and matching from different sources. Okay. While each holder is awesome outfitted with some of the same brand of paper, the lower rolls, which can mostly be reached easily reached while sitting down, seem to be the most popular choices, judging by the photos of them running out of paper before the higher altitude brethren. Hmm. Very well then. It's a especially nice idea when Ichiran allows you to make your ramen punishingly spicy. Ow. With some Ichiran locations having, dozen, having a dozen holders on the wall, it seems like the paper product should be enough to last the restaurant the entire day. Nevertheless, Ichiran posts notices saying that it checks the supplies every hour, replacing any empty holders with a fresh supply. Now speaking of that notice, the Japanese text concludes with the helpful offer that in the unlikely event that every single holder in the bathroom is devoid of paper, you could tear the notice off the wall and wipe yourself with it. Wow.
2: The fuck?
1: That's what you call service. I, I, wow. That's all I gotta say is just wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Man. Anywho Now that we got that out the way, shall we take our our last break and wrap up and get out of here?
0: Yes. Sure.
3: To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase, Mexico.
1: All right, then. We'll be back. expecting for it all come together like that. So wow. Thanks. Thank you very much, uh Winamp. I owe you one. I straight up owe you one. Uh, all right, so if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They internal to another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent um podcasters, independent bloggers. We do this for the fun of it. So what we tell you what we like and don't like that's the truth, really, so, yeah. And if you have any questions about our show, and you want to know what's up, and anything, some feedback or whatever, you can drop us a line at podcast at com. Again, that is podcast at com. We want to know what's up. We're, we want to listen to you. We want to hear what you got to say. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com, where we post all of our awesome stuff, like, anime reviews, our tutorials, convention reports, links to our photo galleries, our YouTube videos, cosplay tutorials, all that good stuff. So definitely swing by and check that out. And don't forget, we also post our podcast there too. Now, if you can't get to our podcast from our website, you can find us on other streaming sites, um, syndicated sites such as Podcast Alley, iTunes, Styro, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, uh, Google Play, and also on the Vogue Network forums. We post an episode every week, so swing by and say hi. Don't forget to check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash anime jam session TV, where we post all of our convention videos. So swing by and take a look and tell us what you think. Twitter.com slash anime jam session follow us here for updates on our podcast when we're going live uh, what conventions we're going to and when certain when articles and photos are going up you definitely want to swing by and check them out. Facebook.com slash anime jam session also this is where we post links to our convention reports uh, our links to our photo galleries links to our YouTube pages and other cool stuff for social interaction. And for everyone out there that has followed us on our social media pages, thank you so much. We really appreciate that. You don't know. We truly do. So thank you for your support. And don't forget, we are here on the VOG Network twice a week. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with an encore presentation Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. But we're also the also geek-centric podcast on this network. So you definitely want to check out some of these shows: uh, the Starboard Power Coupling podcast, the Geek Card, the Bobby Blackwell Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, Ranger Pride, and Game Boy. And don't forget, Hooked on Bond is available on their syndicated on their podcast feed. So d- swing by and check them out. New episodes will return later this year. All right, so we're gonna go around the room. Last words, Ari.
2: I'm just tired. I don't want to go to bed. I hate getting up early.
1: I feel you on that. Last words, Mako.
3: I'm going to curl up in bed and watch some TV before passing out.
1: Uh, my last words is, I'm probably going to start clearing out that area for the bookcase tonight. and If not tonight, I'll start on it tomorrow, but... I'm kind of hankering for some of the my some of the food that I grilled so I'm probably gonna make myself a plate catch up with wrestling and other stuff so
3: you should totally bring me food
1: hey, as long as you pay as long as you pay for my bus fare I'll gladly bring you food I
3: would do that
1: I'll be checking Don't tempt me I will be checking my PayPal account.
3: Yeah, well, unfortunately, I'm broke until Friday.
1: Oh, I guess that means no food for you then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be back next week and um, maybe Ichigo will hang out with us for a few minutes, you know? She's pl- she's plotting something, you know? So, until next time, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm mako Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody.
3: Night. Say
1: goodnight, good night, Mako Chan.
3: Good night, Mako Chan.
1: And we out.
0: This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on the show do not reflect the staff. Or the network as a whole, but we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at animejamsession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane.